Good morning, my name is Umberto Mucci, this is with Italian News, a daily podcast regarding Italy under coronavirus times. Today is Friday, May 29. Uh, yesterday there were good news but also bad news. The good news is that there are now less than 500 people in intensive care. From March 7 onwards they had always been more. And the people currently positive returned below 50,000. Threshold exceeded on March 22 during the expansion of the infection. The bad news is that there still are 70 deaths of coronavirus and that since three days the number of new positives is rising again. Also yesterday, 65, uh, 65% of the new contagions were in Lombardy. No new cases in Basilicata, Calabria, Umbria and Sardinia. No new victims in Valle d'Aosta, Trentino, Toadige, Umbria, Molise, Basilicata, Calabria, Sicily and Sardinia. Yesterday, an important Italian foundation made a very serious accusation against the Lombardy region. Against the institution, not against the Lombards. They said that the regional authorities would fix the data about the diffusion of coronavirus in their territory. The foundation reported that there would be discharged patients who were reported as cured, increasing the statistics of those who have recovered from the virus, voluntary errors and delays in the communication of data, inadequate uh, testing. The accusation of the foundation also said that there would be a sort of need to keep the number of cases diagnosed under a certain level. The foundation has also expressed concern that the situation in Lombardy will be the last one to emerge from this tragedy, that Lombardy started the lockdown too late and now wants to reopen all activities too soon, that the positives would be 20 times the official ones, and that there would be no willingness to identify, track and isolate them, with the result that they continue to circulate and infect. The Lombardy region has denied all the accusations and sued the foundation. According to the foundation, moreover, the data on the swaps say that Lombardy, Piedmont and Liguria are not ready for the reopening inbound and outbound with the other regions, scheduled for June 3. Later today, the government is going to decide about this. Tomorrow, I'll tell you what the decision will be. The story of the day is that of Francesco, an 18-year-old boy from Milan who was saved with the transplant of both lungs after the coronavirus infection had burned them, preventing him from breathing. The surgery was performed on May 18, uh, the first of its kind in Europe. The medical team of the nine Italian doctors who operated on him ran an enormous risk carrying out a surgery which lasted 12 hours, wearing double gloves, double gowns, masks and helmets, covering everyone's head and neck. The risk of getting infected was very high. The 18-year-old boy was admitted to hospital in the first days of March. Although he had no other pathologies, after four days the boy was taken to intensive care and for over two months had survived in a pharmacological coma. After the surgery, the boy was treated with hyperimmune plasma and was then negative for COVID-19. Today the boy is awake and is following a very hard physiotherapy program. Professor Antonio Giordano is one of the most important Italian scientists working in America, specifically in Philadelphia, where he directs the Sparrow Institute for Cancer Research and Molecular Medicine. He is also a bridge between the community of Italians born in Italy and then recently emigrated to the United States, and the community of Italian-Americans born in the United States. He is on the board of NIAF and is loved by all who know him, including myself. Antonio is a great guy, a great Italian. Together with, all, with the other colleagues, Antonio published a paper according to which the interaction between DNA and environment could have been decisive for the spread of the coronavirus in Italy and beyond. 
This would be one of the reasons that have contributed to a control spread in southern Italy. A genetic shield, in essence, may have protected southern Italy from the power of COVID-19, which overwhelmed the northern regions. According to Professor Giordano, whose roots are in Naples, in Campania, the hypothesis has to be validated before drawing firm conclusions, but it is already based on solid scientific basis, and there is an ongoing study on this. Now, in the 80 daily videos I've done, I've spoken to you about health emergencies, economic problems, very hard problems, tourism and trade, medicine and research. But the real news that all Italians have been anxiously waiting for has finally arrived. On June 20th, the Serie A soccer championship will start again. Italian soccer will restart without an audience in the stands with a protocol that provides all possible solutions to protect the players, test them and take action if any of them turn out to be positive. If all goes well and the numbers of the contagion remain the same as today, the championship will end on August 2. There will be 127 matches to be played in 50 days and there are also the Italian Cup and the European Cups in August to keep in mind. In case there are problems, uh, Plan B is ready to assign the title by closing the season early. Institutions are talking with TV companies to make the broadcast of the games visible not only to pay TV subscribers, as usual, but to everyone. They fear extreme gatherings of soccer fans in bars and clubs to watch the games altogether. Well now, it's all for today. Uh, please stay safe and take care, stay healthy. I'll see you tomorrow. My name is Umberto Mucci. This was Witty Italian News from Rome, Italy.